Hi, this is Mark Raven. This is episode nine of Lean Blog Audio. Today's post is something I originally published on LinkedIn, where I participate in their influencers series. You can find the article, a link to it, if you go to leanblog.org slash audio nine. And the title is 11 Things My Personal Trainer Is Teaching Me About My Own Work. Now, it's a fairly common, if not cliched, New Year's resolution uh, to lose weight and get healthier, but I've taken on that challenge. I've been working with a personal trainer for two weeks now, completing five hour-long sessions. Um, as I was originally typing this, my arms hurt from uh, a workout three days ago, but I can already feel my flexibility improving. You know, my trainer said to me one day, he said, you had the tightest hamstrings I've ever seen with a client. Um, so that's getting better. I've lost three or four pounds so far. I mean, it's a start. This is, this is all a journey. So I'm focused on my exercise, but I'm also thinking about how my trainer, Lenny, is coaching me. It's made me reflect a bit on my own role as a coach, trainer, and mentor uh, for hospitals and health systems. So here I'm the coachee and Lenny's the expert. You know, what are the parallels to my own work and my own role as a lean management consultant? You know, it's ironic that lean has nothing to do with fitness, even though people sometimes misunderstand that. So even if you're not a lean consultant, maybe there's some ideas here that can help you in your own work. So first lesson, you, know, you probably just can't read a book. Now, there are tons of books about exercise and nutrition, just as there are hundreds of books written about lean in manufacturing, healthcare, software, and other settings. Reading a book might bring awareness or knowledge, but that's different than learning through actual practice. A book doesn't force us to take action. I wonder how many people have read my books or others on lean um, and, and then followed that up by basically choosing to do nothing. You know, knowledge has to be combined with drive and determination. Uh, a trainer can't create motivation where it doesn't exist, but can build upon what's already there. So second, you, know, you can try to do it on your own, but you know, getting a little bit of book knowledge for exercise or lean um, sometimes allows people to take action. You know, trying something new on your own could lead, though, to using bad form or failure. You might not understand the nuances of what you're trying to do, and uh, you don't have somebody coaching you to correct your form and help ensure success. You know, how many people have said, well, I tried lean and it didn't work. Giving up as easily as someone who spent 20 minutes on a treadmill for three weeks without seeing immediate results. Or, you know, how many people have alienated employees with misguided lean initiatives? Third, uh, certification matters, but that's not the only thing. You know, having a personal trainer is a luxury, no doubt, but I've found it to be very helpful. In a gym, you know, there's always that guy who wants to be able to help you out without being a certified trainer. Um, I chose to work with a certified personal trainer because that signifies a certain level of education and experience. And I feel comfortable that a CPT is more likely to be effective and less likely to get myself hurt through bad form or overtraining. Finding a coach in lean or business requires more than some sort of credential, though. Uh, Lenny came highly recommended by two neighbors, and there's been a good fit in terms of his personality and mine. You know, somebody might be technically qualified, but maybe it just isn't the right fit for an organization in terms of personality or approach. That happens with lean consultants as well. So fourth uh, lesson, start with goals. Now, just as I would ask a client what their goals are for the adoption of lean practices, Lenny and I discussed my goals. You know, my goal um, is to lose about 10 or 15 pounds uh, to improve my health, seeking better control of blood pressure and cholesterol levels, and ultimately hoping to avoid any sort of type 2 diabetes in my future. 
Lenny incorporated my goals into the workouts, and he's also used his expertise to suggest that I needed an additional goal, working on flexibility and core strength. You know, remember the comment about my hamstrings. Um, a good trainer doesn't do just what the client asks for. They make suggestions and recommendations as well. You know, I do similar things with my clients saying, you know, here's what I think would help you. Fifth lesson, it's awkward the first time we do something, and then we get better at it through practice with coaching. So as I'm learning new exercises, Lenny always demonstrates and talks through the technique first. Then he has me try and he gives me feedback in the form of positive encouragement or correction. There's somewhat of a parallel to the classic nursing education approach of see one, do one, teach one, even though I'm not, I'm not teaching one. And there's parallels to the training within industry approach that emphasizes hands-on action and coaching with feedback, not just book learning. So Lenny's experienced and he's in far better shape than me. So he makes things look easy and fluid. I'm clumsy and new to a lot of this. So as with learning a new skill or technique in lean, such as doing A3 problem solving, our first time through is gonna be awkward. We're gonna make some mistakes and a good trainer helps you through that, either preventing major errors that might cause harm or correcting you as you make minor mistakes. And as we learn something new with lean or exercise, it, it's not just important to be doing new things, we should be working to do them well. An effective coach can correct and guide you without making you feel inept or stupid. You know, Lenny might say, well, let me show you that one more time. Here, like this, you know, keep your knees back behind your feet. You know, I do my best to demonstrate proper form in my work with clients. I can show somebody pictures of what good 5S looks like or work them through an A3 to show them proper form. I don't expect to be good at exercises uh, at the start, and I, I, should expect my, I shouldn't expect my clients to gain mastery overnight either. Lesson six, don't counteract your progress with other bad habits. So Lenny is reminding me that exercise helps, but I also need to eat better and, and drink less. Um, I've been careful, more careful about what I'm consuming. I'm trying to build new habits rather than doing any sort of unsustainable crash diet. Now, working out hard three times a week and eating burgers and fries every day won't get me results. And if that happened, I, I wouldn't be able to blame my trainer. You know, likewise, in the adoption of lean practices, using some new lean tools might be counteracted by other bad habits, such as continuing the jump to solutions and blaming others. You know, how many organizations blame the consultant when they didn't have the discipline to change their own behaviors? Lesson seven, a little encouragement helps a lot. You know, a trainer is there to teach and correct your form, but a little encouragement really helps. You know, this is one thing I can do better in my own consulting. I'm also often pointing out the problems, the bad form, um, the gaps that need to be closed. And I need to do a better job of being like Lenny and saying, good job, after um, I've improved my technique and uh, reinforcing when I'm doing things well and making progress or when others are doing that. You know, I think people likely tune out a coach who does nothing but point out problems. You know, Lenny's there, not there to make me feel good, so he doesn't overdo it with praise. But the right praise at the right time provides a boost. Lesson eight, a trainer pushes you harder than you would on your own. And I think, you know, this is a really key thing I've realized is that when I lifted weights before, I was stopping each set too quickly. I might do eight bicep curls and then stop when it got hard. Well, Lenny's helped me realize that it's reps nine through 12 that really make the biggest difference. You know, when things get difficult, I've had to learn how to find a next gear uh, to push myself to completion. You know, my arms never hurt before, after my own workout, so I probably wasn't building much muscle. It's easy and tempting you know, to give up or back off when change efforts get challenging in the workplace, but through their words and demeanor, 
a good coach can help you fight through challenges to not give up when it gets difficult in the gym or at work. And I've learned that I'm able to push myself more than I thought. Lesson nine, failing once a session is okay, more might be demoralizing. So about once a session, Lenny shows me an exercise that I'm just too uncoordinated to do well uh, or not strong enough. You know, I can't keep my feet or arms in the right position. I feel like I'm completely failing and, and flailing about. You know, it looked easy when he did it. But a good trainer shows patience instead of frustration. I can do a better job of that. Um, you know, trying it a second time usually goes more smoothly. And by the third time I try something, I'm getting it and things go well, even if not as smoothly as Lenny does it. That, that, that's okay. He's the pro. I'm the beginner. If I was failing miserably on half the exercises we try or even just more than once per session, I might want to just give up. Lesson 10, a trainer can show you what's possible. Um, so, you know, one day here I struggled to do push-ups due to a lack of strength, uh, not bad form, but, uh, you know, it's okay. We'll keep working and, and try again some other time. But at the end of the workout session, Lenny showed me an Instagram video of him doing these crazy double pull-ups. And, you know, I, I was impressed. You know, he did, he did this, though, in a way where he wasn't just showing off and making me feel lame. It was just more a matter of showing me what's possible, even if I don't get to that point myself. And, you know, I, I, my wife laughed. Um, when she saw the video, when I showed it to her, and she said she doesn't expect me to be able to do those. But it's really helpful sometimes to see what's possible, much as when we look at what great hospitals like Theta Care or Virginia Mason are doing. You know, seeing what's possible doesn't mean we can copy them immediately, but it can still be an inspiration. In Lesson 11, finally, you know, it's a journey, not an overnight success. I don't expect any overnight success. I need to work out more than two weeks, that's, that's for sure. Um, and I'll get stronger and more flexible over time. I'll work to maintain better eating habits and make that a new lifestyle instead of a quick fix. But you know, I, I hear people sometimes wrongly say things like, well, we implemented lean last year in our hospital as if they're done and it was easy. You know, I couldn't say, well, I, I implemented workouts this month either. It's something um, that you adopt and you practice and you keep doing. A great trainer pushes you, helps you, cajoles you, encourages you, and challenges you. Fitness and lean management, you know, neither is an overnight transition or uh, a quick fix solution, but they're both worth doing and it's often worth paying a coach to help teach, correct, and push you. I expect I'm more likely to hit my goals as a result and I'm also working hard to be a better student and a better teacher, coach, and trainer in my own work. So I'm curious to hear what you think. If you'd like to leave a comment, go to leanblog.org audio nine. You can comment on my blog post, or you can click through to the LinkedIn page and you can comment there as well. Um, so again, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.